Thank you for tuning in to American Dispatches once again. This is the news entertainment podcast that provides you a snapshot of the most impactful stories from home and abroad. While others give you drama and clickbait, we cover the real stories worth actually caring about. I'm your host, Vic. I've traveled to 105 countries, hold a BA in international relations, an NBA, and been a contributor to Soldier Fortune magazine. Now, all of that was in the pursuit of knowledge and American stories worth telling. That is what we try to bring you here every day. You're listening to... Episode 9. Today we're going to cover the top five news stories in five minutes. Let's get to it. On to England, where the Duke of Edinburgh, husband of Queen Elizabeth, has unfortunately died. The royal palace has announced that Meghan Merkel will not be attending the funeral. The royal family made an announcement Friday saying, It is with deep sorrow that our Majesty, that Her Majesty the Queen has announced the death of her beloved husband, his Royal Highness, the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. In a separate statement later, they said the Duke of Sussex is planning to attend, that's Prince Harry. The Duchess of Sussex, that's Meghan Merkel, has been advised by her physician not to travel, so the Duke will be attending alone. Now, after the announcement was made, the whole world lamented that they won't get to see a Jerry Springer-style domestic royal smackdown. You ain't gonna talk about my family like that! I'm gonna beat your ass! Princess Kate was reportedly saying under her breath. All right, fighting continues in Myanmar as over 80 protesters were killed yesterday as weeks of violence begin to take its toll on both supplies and infrastructure in the already poor Southeast Asian nation. Now, most of the deaths were in a skirmish with protesters and government forces in the town of Bago, that's 55 kilometers northeast of the capital. One activist was reported as saying it's like a genocide. The military is just shooting that any shadow that moves. Now, this was in a nation where over 6 million people already lived on less than $3.20 a day. That is the poverty threshold for lower middle-income countries like Myanmar. Now, they had made a lot of economic protest, uh, progress in the last decade, as the country had shifted from 50 years of military dictatorship and some pretty disastrous policies to more of a democratic system. Investment came in and they were starting to open up the world. Unfortunately, all of that has seemed to be retracted as the democratic government was overthrown in a coup, which started all these protests. According to the World Bank, the number of people under that poverty threshold is expected to rise by 30% in 2021, adding another 1.8 million people in the poor country to the poverty list. Meanwhile, American protesters are demanding hazard pay from the U.S. government for their part in protesting the U.S. government throughout 2020. This demand is in addition to the stimulus and unemployment pay that most received during that period. All right, a Chinese court issues death sentences for two former Yeager education officials. That is for uh, the two former directors of education in the Yinjiang, Yinjiang province. That's uh, predominantly Yeager province in western China. Uh, their charge charges include publishing, writing and publishing school textbooks that were designed to, quote, split the country. Now, the death sentences are given with a two-year reprieve, meaning they won't actually be carried out for a two-year period in which point the Chinese government could decide to revoke that decision. This is in addition to several other officials that were given lengthy prison terms. Now, the nature of what was actually printed in these books has not been released, but the son of Yangon Razi, who is one of the editors, sentenced saying that the charges were absurd, that the government um, in Beijing had actually approved the textbooks printed between 2003 and 2016. Now, at the same time in America... Multiple school districts in California and the Pacific Northwest plan to push ahead with their teaching 
the unifying philosophy that America was founded solely on racism and imperialistic philosophy. All right, U.S. and other large economies expected to roar back this year, while developing countries may have an even worse 2021 than they did in 2020. Global growth is expected to surge, mostly powered by the U.S. and China. This is after the worst global economic contraction since the the Great Depression. Global growth domestic product is expected to increase by 6% this year, while the Federal Reserve expects the U.S. economy to expand by 6.5% its highest rate since 1984, while the number of people living in extreme poverty or less than $1.90 a day is actually expected to rise by as many as 39 million people this year. Now, that's the by far the biggest growth in record since the 1990s, according to the World Bank. This is just basically because second and third world countries just didn't have the ability to keep their economies afloat. Most individuals in those countries just didn't have their a lot of savings, or if they did, it's all but exhausted by now. So second and third world definitely uh, expected to take much longer to get out of this. Now to this sad global development, a spokesperson for Generation Z commented, bro, that's like the sad stuff. I like can't even. I think I saw a TikTok about this. We got to do something about it. Oh, wait, my friend just posted something on Insta. It's mad funny. Wait, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the new iPhone, it's for real, it's awesome. Later. All right, Russia continues massive troop buildup along the Ukrainian border. Ukraine calls up reservists and U.S. advisors remain in the country. Whether the Russians are doing this for political drama or not, a dangerous game is playing out. This is as unverified video on Twitter in recent days seems to show Russian tanks, artillery, and other heavy vehicles Heading towards the Ukrainian border, as a Ukrainian general has reported that Russia has deployed 28 battalion tactical groups, numbering about 20 to 25,000 troops along the border recently, adding that there's over 3,000 officers in the Donbass region already. And the Russian military has confirmed that an airborne assault brigade of about 4,000 troops is being deployed to Crimea. Russia, for their part, said, quote, the Russian Federation moves its armed forces within its territory at its discretion, adding that it should not worry anyone and does not pose a threat to anyone. Some estimates put the overall troop numbers at at much higher, to which the president of Ukraine responded, Oh, brother, you want some of this? Because we can have a real smackdown. I'll throw you on the ropes. You don't stand a chance in the ring with us. Apparently he was a big Macho Man fan. Now, on on a related note, one thing that is being underreported in the U.S., although there has been some coverage of the aforementioned Russian troop escalation around Ukraine, as well as Chinese incursion um, into Taiwanese airspace and into Filipino waters, there hasn't really been anybody that seems to be tying all this together. Uh, just in the fa- last few months, Russia and China have started large-scale military training exercises together. Putin was reportedly asked just in January if a formal alliance between the two countries could come to fruition. And just two weeks ago, China has inked a historic 25-year trade and cooperation pact with Iran. Now, this does come as the West is looking to solidify alliances both in the Asian Pacific theater and reaffirm NATO's importance. So although not much has been formalized yet, particularly in the way of a military pact between Russia and China, we could be seeing a precursor towards the start of a new world order of sorts, hopefully one that is uh, you know less rigidly divided and contentious as we did see during the Cold War but one that could see a separation, uh, an increasing separation between East and West. So just something to look out for. We'll continue to cover it. 
And as always, the world is an exciting, badass place. Stay informed. You can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, Vaya con Dios, America.